Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Becca, do you want to clean that matches your vibe? Sure. Are you tired of meh smelling cleaning products? Totally. Well, then clean confidently with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. Its powerful, clean and refreshing scents transform every room in your home into a coastal getaway. Because it smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox and feels like inspiration. Get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store. Also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Let's talk summer festivities, whether it's celebrating graduations, jetting off on summer adventures, or dancing the night away at the epic end of summer wedding, Macy's has got you covered. Seriously, Macy's is like my summer savior. I have a fancy wedding on the horizon, so now I'm on the hunt for the perfect black tie dress, and you better believe Macy's is my first stop. I mean, with brands like DKNY and Michael Kors, it's a no-brainer. Macy's is the MVP of wedding season. And speaking of summer vibes, I'm already daydreaming about lazy days by the pool, Macy's is my go-to for all things poolside. Bathing suits that make you feel like a million bucks, beach towels to soak up the sun, and even floaties to keep the kids entertained. They've seriously got it all. So whether you're glamming up for a special occasion or stocking up for summer fun, shop at Macy's.com or in-store to find everything you need to make this summer unforgettable. Don't miss out. Shop at Macy's.com or in-store and let's make this summer one for the books. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 script. Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 Seeds seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york scrubbing in with becca tilly and tanya rad an iHeartRadio and two-time people's choice award-winning podcast hello everybody gang's all here this week gang's all here and sounding better than ever we're trying roll- every week hopefully a little better roll call tanya Tanya's here and getting loose. Mark. <laughs> Mark is here. Got my water bottle. Easton. Easton's here. My water has bubbles in it. Whoa. I also have rosé on ice. We are, right. we are scrubbing drinking in today. Scrubbing in happy hour starts now. If you aren't, if you don't have a beverage, whether it's alcoholic or not, go ahead and grab, pause the podcast, go ahead and grab one, sit down, let's relax. You know what? That is such a great sentiment because that is how I feel currently. Relaxed? Yes. And my emotions have been very like all over the board the past month like it's been up it's been down it's been left it's been right it's been all the things and um 
I think just having a glass of wine, like with you guys on the Zoom, is just putting me in a good relaxed state right now. Oh, that's nice. Wow. Do you, do you feel like we've kind of changed the time of the podcast so that you can just kind of like zone out for a second before we get back into recording? Does, has that helped? I think so. I think it, I, cause what I do is after the morning show, we have our little post-show meeting, which is super cute. And I love to like see everybody now. And then after that, I go outside, I go for a run for about like an hour, a little over an hour. And then I like come back, I eat and shower. And I think it really is adding to, um, I think for a while I was like just in this weird headspace cause I was just like not leaving my house. And now having that window of time, I think has really changed the game. Would yeah. I Go ahead, Mark. Yeah, I always take the dog for a walk when we're done with that meeting because it just I need to get out of the house, get some fresh air, clear my head a little bit, which I never do when we're in the office, but I need it when I'm here for some reason. Yeah. I think I, I think I sounded much different last week than I have in the previous weeks, to be honest. I feel like I'm on some sort of weird like sex website with Tanya because she's just all up in the camera and all I can see is a microphone in her like mouth and then she has a tube top on so it looks like she's fully nude and it just feels like I'm in some like trash. <laughs> this is peak Tanya right here. This is this is very not on trashy, brand, mm-hmm. but very like, on brand because I have like um. Easton, we're trying to set up a new way to record my audio. So, like, my microphone is plugged into this little tablet that I'm Zooming from you guys on. But I'm not used to Zooming on. I use my Zoom on my computer. So, it's, like, literally all up in my face right now. I mean, that's – you're trying to act like that's new. Anytime there's a FaceTime, you're – it's like trying to teach my grandma how to use the FaceTime. (laughs) Can I just tell you that I did this like uh, Instagram live with Justin Bieber last week or whatever, a few days ago. Casual. And I, I was the first one on the list because he was doing it. He was doing like a hang with like radio people. Mm-hmm. I was the first one on the list. And I'm telling you, so I was like ready to go. It was two o'clock. So at like one fifty, I get my Instagram up. Like I'm ready to go. I know what to do. Like I've done Instagram live. I know what to do. But Justin Bieber has like millions of people that follow him. So I don't think that anybody realized for him to find a request from me would be super hard and so I was like requesting like minutes or go like five minutes go by 10 minutes go by my phone is blowing up like the label the management they're like are you on I'm like they're like we see you because I was like spamming saying like hey it's Tanya Rad hey it's Tanya Rad hoping that he would like see me in the comments like I was just (laughs) going like I have never like that did not do well for my anxiety because it was like 18 minutes in and he was Ooh. like, you could tell he was getting frustrated. And I was just like, I feel so bad. But and that I'm was like, the plan. That's what the record company, the label came up with is you just get into his comments and he'll see you. Yeah. You request oh, yeah, him yeah. and he's supposed to know, like he knew what handles to look for. Yeah. But he has to be getting just... 10,000 comments a second. Yeah. It was pretty intense. I was just like, I'm here. Like I was screaming at my Instagram. Like I'm because he kept being like, where's Tanya? Tanya, where are you? I was like, I'm right here. (laughs) I like totally missed this whole thing. I saw it on the rundown and I was like, what are we talking about? That Tanya did an IG live with Justin Bieber. That's, is that not a big deal? Yeah, it was a big deal. It was like something that he was. No, I'm saying, why didn't you talk about it? (laughs) I didn't find out about it until the day before. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, I, I don't know exactly if it was a last minute thing or 
whatnot, but um, he was just wanting to, like, say hi and, like, thank you to radio people for, like, liking his music. And so he had, like, kind of a schedule as to who he was going to, like, talk to at what time. So we knew what time to, like, hop on and, like, you know, uh-huh. trust him. Um, I just don't know how I got the first slot because that was – and I'm, like, very tech – non-savvy so it could have totally been something i did on my end like i don't know but i called so many people and apologized after but everybody was like it's totally fine we saw you in the comments like there's only so much that you know what i mean like you can well and the the great thing is and we have the audio we're going to play it on the secret show tomorrow is 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 bieber just going tanya you out there looking for tanya the entire thing looking for tanya waiting on hey tanya <laughs> Tanya Rad, request me, please. Tanya, is she even here? That's the question. It's like it's so funny because they like did like a splice audio of like all the times he was looking for me. It's so freaking funny. And then when I finally connect with him, he's all, Tanya, how many years have we known each other? I was like, Are you interviewing me? Like, what's happening here? It's a hang. It's not an interview. Yeah. It's a hang. Totally, totally. It was I was but just I like that. Say. Yeah. I was just gonna say. I mean, you know him. Her, like you know in real life yeah I was like I remember I met him like my first week on the morning show and I was like obsessed I had like Justin Bieber week or something and they sent me the like one less lonely girl bouquet of flowers <laughs> and then he walked in studio after like with oh, the wow. fl- yeah I was like that was a big first meeting did he surprise you I don't remember this yeah it was a surprise it definitely wasn't like I didn't know it was coming oh. Wait, I were you like were you like a Bieber stan? For sure, Bieber stan. I had Bieber week. It was like the day of his, or it was the week that his movie was coming out. Never say never? Yes, and I had like Justin Bieber earrings in, and like, I went and got wow. his nail polish from Walmart. Oh, wow, that is a great, I had no idea. And yeah. to this day, she's a Bieber defender, because I, I will admit, not a huge fan little soured on Bieber over the years. She will defend him till the end. I do. It's so but- interesting because you're also friends with uh, Selena, you yes. know? And it's like people don't realize that you can support both. <laughs> totally. And, like, I actually – I know him, obviously. I know him through work, but I also know him personally, and I, and I do. I do defend him because I feel like uh, he has a good heart. You know what I mean? Like, I've seen him outside of a lot of this stuff, and I, I think he has a, a really good heart. Mm-hmm. That's great. Tanya, why aren't you on TikTok doing dances with Brad yet? What's the holdup? So you guys make fun of me for my tech savviness on this thing. Could you imagine me trying to navigate a TikTok account? Oh, come on. My 10-year-old's been on TikTok for years. The thing is, yeah, Brad's good at it. And also, with a dance, you just kind of have to press record right easton i know easton's a big tiktoker too like let's not let's not just give brad the credit easton is a champion yeah i mean all you gotta do is press uh pick your song and press the plus button and you're good to go you don't have to do those fancy effects you got the moves it does seem kind of tailor-made for tanya and brad yeah i know people have been telling us to get on it for so long now i know like if i had a like a reason. I mean, the thing is, if I were to get on TikTok, it would be to be like creative and make like the transitions and stuff. And I just can't. Like I was telling Haley, I'm like, why aren't you just doing the trending dances and just making them cool? Because she's like a cool dancer. You know, a lot of right. people, a lot of people on TikTok 
are not necessarily like professional dancers, but they just have fun with it and do their best, which is part of, I think, why people have really gravitated towards it. But I'm like, you, you're a dancer. It's so easy for you. It would take me hours to learn these dances. Can we just isolate that, that you are a dancer? Because I don't think anyone's ever called me a dancer before. Sorry, I wasn't talking about you. I was talking no, to no. Sorry about you. <laughs> <laughs> It hasn't happened yet, Tanya, and it didn't happen today. No. (laughs) Still hasn't. (laughs) I was like, you were so happy. I was like, what is she smiling at like that? (laughs) Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, My kids know every one of those dances. There's there's one for Say So. There's the Renegade Dance. There's one for uh, Don't Start Now. Like, they know every... uh, Oh, Megan Thee Stallion. I mean, there's... I mean, there's got to be... Savage. There's got to be 20 of them that they know all the way through, memorized, and could do it at the drop of a hat. Do they throw it back? Have you seen them throw they it back? They both know how to throw it back, yes. How do you feel about that as a father? Well, I did very well in a BuzzFeed quiz about TikTok slang, thanks to them, and I think that's important. You know, it this is. is the stuff I need to know. Uh, no, I mean, I don't love a lot of that stuff. I don't love it. But, you know, that's, that's, uh, that's how it is for dads and teenage daughters through the decades and centuries. You don't love it, but it's happening. And you know what? Before TikTok, it was like AIM. I was doing so many Sonsy things on AIM when I was a teenager. Really? <laughs> totally. What kind of Sonsy things? Like talking to random hot guys oh, I didn't geez. know. Like... Oh yeah, it's yeah. I you're right. It's, but they are. I mean, it's it's like this generation with TikTok is like next level. You know, like Mark's really experiencing it. Oh, I really am. But there's one right <laughs> now that I love. And by the way, Nina's in the waiting room, so we should take a break. I do oh, want yeah. to talk about my daughter's surprise birthday party last week, which was pretty awesome. While we're talking yes. about my kids, there's one right now where I forget. I don't know what the song is. But um, it's a thing where brothers and sisters or whatever, they recreate old photographs. And at the end of the TikTok, oh, it yeah. flashes to the original photograph from when they were kids. Oh, I, could yeah, watch, I could watch 100 in a row. They're so fun to watch. They're just 10 seconds and they're great. It's playing Ew. that song, I'm just a kid and life yep. is... Yeah. That's, that's it, yep. Oh, this sounds cute. This does sound very like Tanya vibes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's some trends that you could really get into, Okay, Tanya. maybe this is the week I get on TikTok. Great. Okay. What a great wow. what a great moment to transition into a break before we bring Nina in. Yeah, what an exclusive. Oh my god. <laughs> we're all here. We'll all remember where we were. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, we'll be right back. We have a very fun guest today, so stay tuned. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls' nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like 
playing charades. Or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds Infused Tequila is a must-have. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever. Yes. 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh, and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this. 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Tanya, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? Honestly, no, there's not. I swear when my house is clean, I feel motivated to do more like at home workouts or organizing my closet. I just feel more productive, like I'm ready to take on the day. I totally agree. When my kitchen is clean and spotless, it makes things like meal prepping fly by. Clorox Sentiva provides a trusted clean with refreshing scents. Find your home's signature scent. Is it coconut, grapefruit or lavender? There's a scent for every vibe. Step up your cleaning game. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Um, I am doing the honors. Becca has allowed me to do the honors today because I'm very excited today to welcome into the OR the one, the only Nina Parker, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm um, super pumped. We're so, so excited. excited. To have I've, been, I've been waiting for this invite. <laughs> always invited. The scrubbing <laughs> OR is always open. Yes, I'm gonna need some merch. I'm about to just rep this hard. <laughs> well, I'm I'm like I actually really want to give you some major props because so um, Nina does a lot. Of, you do a lot of things, and you can go ahead and and plug whatever you want on this on this podcast. But uh, Nightly Pop is back um, yeah. on Mondays and Thursday nights, correct? Yes, Mondays and Thursdays. So Nina works for E, and um, I've gotten the chance to work with you um, a couple of shows that we've done together and you have always just been so warm and welcoming and so great to me and it really just I mean every time I do stuff with E I just get like just open arms and it just I really appreciate it so much and the other thing with you that I'll never forget 
is on Grammy Sunday when we were on our way to the carpet. Um, we were all so excited. We were oh, like, yeah. in, you know, we were like in this party bus and like mm-hmm. dancing and ready to go. And then we got the news that Kobe Bryant had passed yeah. away. And I, I've never dealt with anything like that on television before. I was so, so nervous. I was so sad. I was like scared. It was all these emotions. Mm-hmm. And Nina literally like, Watching you do that because having to pivot a show completely from what the vibe was to, you know, we didn't know what was going to happen. We didn't know if people were going to show up. We didn't know if the, you know, we had no idea. And Nina, just watching you like, um, steer that entire show, you're such a professional and you just, you're so good at what you do. And I admire you so much as a broadcaster and you (laughs) held my hand through that entire show. I was so nervous and scared and sad. And like, I didn't know what to do. And you were just such a calming force. And I just like, I never, I don't think I've ever, I I know I told you in person, but I want to say it publicly. Like I just admire you a lot as a, as a talent. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah. That was a a crazy day because we were like in like go mode for a party. You know, we were like, this is, we had the rehearsal the day before. Um, and so it was just so crazy. Like I remember being on the bus and I, I think I was the first one who found out because I got a text and I was like, this can't be right. And so I, I go, I immediately went into like my news alerts and I don't even think it had been updated in the news alerts. You had to actually go to the site um a new the new site and then that's when it was and then i think we were literally it it was so crazy because the the bus had pulled up right in front of the red carpet as we were finding out and people i don't even think everybody on the bus was listening to me because yeah it it, it was like disbelief Mm -hmm. yeah and the whole show had to just completely changed and pivoted and like you just, you handled it with so much grace and so much like comfort and with so much authority and confidence, but yet with also such like a beautiful heart towards the whole oh, thing. And you. yeah, no, I'll never, I'll like that. Was, that's something that I'll never forget. And, and a memory that I have that I'll, I'll always cherish with you. Cause it was a really scary day. Yeah. It was crazy. I think working in news, just having a background in news just kind of prepared me um I have this like thing where it's just like I, it's weird because I just don't get nervous until after the fact so then like later when I'm re-watching things I'll be like ah but like in the moment it's like this weird like tunnel and I just like go 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 and I just I'm just like in this kind of bubble of just like action and then later I'm like what was that like what happened did this turn out okay and I'm highly critical later, but in the moment, I'm just, it's, it's a weird thing that I've always had that I just don't get nervous. And it's, I don't know why. I mean, that, that means that you're made for what you're doing. Cause I yeah. cannot relate. <laughs> <laughs> I black out while I'm doing anything. Like Tanya and I presented an award at like the podcast awards and I literally don't remember a single thing reading the prompter or anything. I was like, just get get the words out and throw it to Tanya and then you're done. Like you can do it. <laughs> so funny because it's just like the same thing that we do all the every week on this podcast, but just a, a camera in our face. Right. Yeah, right. that it's makes so all the difference. <laughs> the camera in your it's face. It's so weird to like that that like eyeballs watching you just completely changes the whole trajectory of everything. It's like, you're just having a conversation, but now it's just like your mind starts to play these, these crazy tricks on you. 
Yeah. The prompt the prompter's really my worst enemy because in my mind I'm like I can read. I know how to read, but for some reason tongue tied. Yeah, it's it's a thing. Like sometimes when I'm reading prompter, there's like this little voice that's like don't mess up, don't mess up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like you start to like it starts to like mess with you. Did you fall like how did you get your start in this? Were you always this always like the plan, the dream for you? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, once I, cause I kind of was on the fence if I wanted to act when I was in high school, I was like, you know, I did a few plays and things like that. Like I always knew it was, I was going to be doing like something in front of people. I just wasn't quite sure what it was. I kind of lost the love for acting in high school. Like it just wasn't what I was doing just wasn't working for me. And so then I was like looking into, but I had always been a part of like the newspaper. So I think that's kind of when I was like, oh, I kind of really like news. I'm just naturally nosy. So I was like, <laughs> let me just, you know, see how where this takes me. And it went from like writing for the paper to broadcasting. And so then that's when I majored in broadcasting and, uh, and television and all of that in college. And then just kind of went from there, started my internship in college. So I was working for a local NBC affiliate in San Francisco, being a PA. And that's really kind of like where it began. What I have a question. What are you most nosy about right now? Mm. I'm so nosy about everything, child. I'll be on my phone at three in the morning. I'm like, how did I end up here? I, I feel like I lurk so much. I end up at back at my own page. Like I'm like, oh, this is my. <laughs> That's so funny. Are you? Wait, are you on TikTok? I'm I'm on TikTok, but I'm not like officially on TikTok. Like I've yeah. I have joined and I, and I, I'm now in the point where I'm just watching videos because, because I'm trying to understand how to do them because it's kind of confusing. Yes. I am definitely grandma. Like I'm, I'm basically lurking right now and saving videos and like, okay, (laughs) this is cute, but I'm not really doing, I only have one post up and it's me cooking spaghetti. (laughs) I was, I said like kind of when it first started taking off or when I realized it was taking off. I always will say things like, oh, that makes me feel old. But really, I'm not really, I don't really feel old. But TikTok genuinely was the first time where I was like, I feel old. Like, I don't get it. Totally. I, I still it, don't get it. <laughs> and it's it's like the comedy is just so immature and stuff. And like, I'm just like, is this funny? Like, am I out of the, am yeah, I? Yeah, I know. I sometimes feel like I listen to them sometimes and I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. Am I missing something? So someone who actually is good at TikTok explained to me that you have to have like, the humor is like 14 year old based. So Mm -hmm. if it can, if it would make a 14 year old laugh, then it's a good TikTok video. It it can't be too deep. It can't, it just has to be, and it has to be very visual. So I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, well then that makes more sense for me to understand it. Well, I feel like that would be a good space for you because honestly, Nina, I find you wildly hilarious. Like (laughs) your comedic, yeah, your comedic timing is so funny. I remember when we were doing the Grammy special, it was me, you and Aaron. And I literally like, you have me laughing out loud. Like, and it's just in you, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's like effortless. But you know what? I feel like if it's, if I am funny, I feel like it's always off the cuff. I don't know if I could plan a video. Because I feel like that also takes the fun out of it because these TikTokers will film for like three hours for a five second video. And that's too much time for free. Like that, I'm not doing this for free. (laughs) TikTok better run a coin because that's just too much free time. My my first 
attempt, I was trying to learn a transition and I was Googling like, how do you find your drafts and your TikTok? And I finally was like, why, why am I doing, what is this for really? (laughs) If I'm not having fun and it's too hard. Yeah. And all the dancing, like y'all sit down, like it's so much (laughs) dancing on this thing. Like who created this? Is it for dancers? Like it's it's so many people without rhythm dancing. It's crazy. <laughs> I know. I, Tanya. I feel like I'd thrive. I'd really thrive in there. <laughs> Tanya would do really well on TikTok for that reason. Totally. Yeah, Tanya. I'm surprised. I feel like your content for TikTok would be amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much. You know, we decided earlier in the podcast that this might be the week that I join. I think you should. I think we can. We can really officially launch this together if you want. <laughs> Well, uh, Becca, I actually don't know. I don't think I told Becca this, but I am trying to convince Nina to move into my apartment complex. <laughs> oh, my God. So it's like all the whole gang there. I, I literally get her Melrose place on. <laughs> yeah, she like, really is. Like a, a month ago, Nina was like, oh, I'm looking to move to move somewhere. And I was like, oh, funny you say that. There's a, a place in my complex that's opening up. Aaron lives here. Could be super cute. And I'll like literally keep poking in on Nina like every few weeks being like, have you reached out to the landlord? <laughs> I know. And I feel bad because she did reach out to me. And then I had an asthma attack child and haven't called her back. So <laughs> I'm just like, I need to, I need to get back on it. But I'm like afraid to move right now because I've, I'm seeing people on my timeline post like new places and I'm like y'all are moving during quarantine yeah like if I'm doing anything to me am I crazy no No. and if I'm doing anything that might be questionable I'm not posting about it you know like if I'm doing something where I think like is this technically okay in quarantine I'm not blasting it all over the place like people are traveling moving it's like okay so you're not respecting percent. the rules. <laughs> I know, yikes. And I get, I get, right, I get that like sometimes you just got it, you have to leave. But I feel like right now renters are super protected in LA. So it's like if you need to stay put, you can stay put. Like you mm-hmm. don't have to move right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I think it'd be super cute <laughs> if, you li- <laughs> if you lived here. So they have like, not it- rented it. They have not rented it. They have not rented it. Okay. Not rented All right. It, I'm going to have so. to call her today, child. It'd be really cute. I'm just saying. Wait, uh, but Nina. I do want to talk about the oh, fact yeah. that you're quarantining solo because I think a lot of our um, listeners are doing the same thing and uh, they're reaching out to me saying like, how are you getting your mind off of it? And thing like, how are you staying positive throughout I'm, doing I'm it not, solo? I'm not always positive. <laughs> I think, I think it's really important because I went through this moment where I wasn't being positive and I was like, beating myself up about it like oh like you know I shouldn't be this way and then finally when I started allowing myself to feel my feelings I started to feel better um I just think especially when you're well, I, I went through a breakup like in November of last year so it's kind of it's just like and I'm happily single but it's weird to be quarantining alone when you're used to having someone there so it was a it was a transit a couple of transitions for me so quickly um and so i just had to be able to like really process everything but my key was just initially i was just like fighting my emotions like i'm fine everything's fine i'm gonna be busy i'm gonna be productive i'm gonna go lay on the yard like and then finally i was just like okay this is weird let me deal with the fact that you know my family is far away 
or I can only FaceTime with my girlfriends. But I also just started being like really open and honest with my friends and family. Like I'm having a rough day or, you know, I worked a really long schedule today and I just need to like have wine with you on, you know, on FaceTime or whatever. And that really helped like just being honest about what I was feeling. Yeah, we, I think that's like super important too. I, uh, Ryan was saying this, Brene Brown was saying that it's like super important to just like vocalize mm -hmm. how you're feeling and like own it Yes, and just say it. And that helps so it much. Does. It does. Like helps. Yeah. It's crazy how just saying things out loud, like sometimes like if I'm pissed off, like I, like I need to give my best friend an award because I've been to her more than anybody in the world. And when we both say to each other, like once we're off the phone, even if the problem isn't solved, we just feel better because it's kind of not just sitting in your head. And, you know, mm -hmm. I'm very private. So there's a lot I don't share with a lot of people who know me. And it's a problem because sometimes people don't know when you're going through something. Mm -hmm. because you, and it's my own thing because I'm not sharing it. But it's like have somebody. You don't have to tell everybody your business. But have somebody that you mm -hmm. trust that you can share this information, your vulnerabilities with. And then also, like, for me, self-care has been really, really helping. Like, picking something that really is just something like I ordered nails on Amazon because I normally get my nails done and I can't. So I did these myself. Looks they good. look good. And so I was like, yeah. okay, here's a project. So uh -huh. projects like that, that are just kind of self-care projects and things like that have really been like really beneficial. Wait, what's your sign? When's your I birthday? am a Libra. Oh. Yeah. I feel, I feel like. Though. So oh. I've been told I have a Scorpio temper, but. Well, no, I, I don't know your temper, but I feel like Scorpios are very, it's like very normal for us to like hold our feelings in and just keep them to ourselves and mm -hmm. like be private and not share your feelings. Yeah. So I was like, I, I'm a Scorpio. That's why. Yeah. I said that. Well, I've been told I have those tendencies because I'm the last day <laughs> Libra. So I feel like I, <laughs> I might have a mixture. <laughs> yeah. Cuspy. Very cuspy. Yes, very cuspy. <laughs> Yeah, it's so true. Are wait, so I know you're I know you were just talking about private, but are you attempting to date during quarantine because I've heard some funny stories with regarding that. Okay, so this is so funny. I have I met like two guys maybe like in February and so I kind of started to get it, getting to know them when quarantine just hit. So it was kind of like, and and one of them didn't even live in LA at the time, so it was just like, oh, okay, this is this is interesting, and and honestly, the that, and then I also was doing a little online dating because Tanya told me about Hinge. Yeah, that's right, that's right. So I, I did. joined Hinge, which has not been going as well for me as it did for Tanya. Child. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now, it's it's it's. I'm getting a lot of responses, but the quality is questionable. Oh, interesting. Shoot. Okay. Okay. So, but At least you're it's trying. It's been light. It's been light. Like I've definitely met a couple guys on Hinge. There were some that I spoke to enough where I gave them my phone number. We've been texting, but I don't know. I'm like, I don't know if dating during quarantine is for me. Like, I feel like uh -huh. I need to see you. Yeah, that's fair. I definitely think that's kind of like people... It's funny because our Facebook group, our listeners have posted some like screenshots of like the guys that they're talking to. And it's really seems discouraging. <laughs> I'm like, just, I, I feel like there's a lot of guys with wives and girlfriends on this app. Oh, that's yeah. dark. It's, that I'm, I'm telling you, dark. I just, I think it's weird. Like there was a guy that I met on Hinge 
and we hit it off. We were like, and I was like, oh shoot, maybe Tanya's right. Cause it was like the first day of Hinge that I had been, I hadn't even been on for 24 hours, met this guy. <laughs> we were vibing on the app. We like exchanged phone numbers. We were texting for like two weeks, right? We did two FaceTime dates. It was like, okay, this is cute. And obviously it was like, he kept kind of hinting that he wanted to break quarantine and come see me. And I was like, no, like you can't. Right. You can't come to my house, you know? And right, you're a stranger. Right. I thought that was weird. And he had a couple of things that were weird about him. And then he just disappeared. He just completely ghosted me. And I was like, this is so weird. Like we just had a FaceTime date. We were talking every single day. And I was like, I'm convinced he went to the land of wives after that. Like it was just such a bizarre situation. And I was like, I don't know about this hinge thing, child. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Tanya, Tanya's like, an unofficial like brand ambassador, ambassador yes. for Hinge. It's true, but I also do think it's like super like rare that he's literally the only guy that I met on Hinge. Like yeah. I talked to two guys on the app and I only met up with one yeah. and it turned out to be him. So it's like I do realize that that's very rare. It's, it was just it was just divine timing for you. It was just your time, honey. Mm-hmm. It was divine intervention intervention yes. for sure. Yes, I, I paused my profile. I was like, I need to give this thing a little break. <laughs> <laughs> but it's at least you get to work from home. How has been how has it been doing nightly pop like from home? It's been good, a little stressful because of the tech stuff. So, you know, I'm used to being able to just go into a studio, read the prompter, have my IFB in my ear sit down, you know, someone comes in and mics me, we have directors, we have producers. So you are kind of like a one man show from home. So I, I have a camera installed lights, like I have the laptop set up with the mics and all these different gears and attachments that I had to learn how to work. And I am like, okay, but I am not that savvy. So that's just been the only challenging part is that we go through a lot of tech issues because mm -hmm, you know your right. home can only withstand so much your bandwidth and everything so that's just been a little bit challenging but i'm super happy that we're able to put it on air it just it takes people need to understand it takes a lot of work to get a show from on air from your house i know did y'all watch the um the abc like disney sing-along that they did i didn't it was all from home, but they made it look, I mean, the fact that they were able to get the quality and stuff in my head, I was thinking just like the, the small things we have on the podcast no one even sees that. I was thinking the effort that people are making to get these shows on TV for people still to provide entertainment yeah. is really deserves an applause because it, it is not easy. No, it, our editors are working like as soon as we finish, cause we film our show in blocks. So when we finish one block, like they're, they're, they're stopping down for a second to send everything so they can start the process because these guys are editing from home. And if they're dealing with a quarter of what I'm dealing with, everybody's going to be bald with no edges after this. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it is I do also think like there's a difference in when you're with people, like even when we do the podcast, like I, I like I feed off of other people. So doing it through a screen, I mean, it definitely helps seeing yeah. everybody, but like, it's not the same as when you're in person. So it's definitely been, that's been like a learning curve for me having to like really adjust yeah. to not having human interaction yeah. to like create chemistry. Yeah. I mm -hmm. enjoy that. I do. I like that as well. And just being able to see people's body language and, and things like that. So that's been, but I literally, 
I'm I'm on the phone with Hunter and Morgan more than my own family. Like we talk uh, for people who don't know Morgan and Hunter, my co-host on Nightly Pop, but we talk all the time. We're in group chat all the time. We have FaceTime meetings and Zoom meetings. So we it's it's serious, child. I'm like, if if I don't get married, these people might be my spouses because we talk we are <laughs> way too much in contact. <laughs> so true i feel the same way about the people i work with it's like we're just in constant community if i put my phone down for like an hour and i look at it i'll have like 75 text messages in these group chats yeah it's a lot (laughs) how how often are y'all airing nightly pop right now so right now we're airing mondays and thursdays so we're air at uh, 10 p.m on monday so tonight or this may not air tonight but 10 p.m on mondays and then thursdays um we air at 11 p.m so that's the, right now, I think the goal is to ultimately get us on every night. Eventually, once we get uh-huh. these tech issues sorted out. Yeah. Are y'all do? Is that is that the time? Is that East Coast or is that Pacific? It's just it's wherever you're at. So if you're it's oh like, so it's yeah okay. it's like basically 10 p.m. Eastern. But yeah, so basically if you're what 10 p.m. general in general. Yeah, okay. yeah. So like they hold it, so it'll air like 10 p.m. on the East Coast, yeah. but also 10 p.m. on. It's exactly. just like okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, that's good to know. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's nice like, though, to have new content because I think we're seeing a lot of reruns or things that were uh-huh. pre-shot. So it's in real time. So if it's like, you know, people want to hear about entertainment stories that happened that morning, you know, we're able to handle that. So that's been really cool to do because I think right now Nightly Pop is the only show um, of our talk shows that's back on the air. So it's a really, it's an honor for them to to trust us enough to put us back yeah. on the air. So it's, it's, it's a really, really nice thing. I, I mean, gonna say, it's, yeah. it's also just solid gold. Like you, Hunter and Morgan really have like a good situation going. It's very, like you guys are all very funny, but in your own ways. Mm-hmm. So together it's a really good combo. Yeah. It's, I have fun with them. They're crazy. And it's really just how we act with each other on, on camera and off camera. It's a little crazier off, but for the most part, <laughs> it's this, it's, you know, they capture the same chemistry. They're just as crazy on TV as they are in person. Yeah. We, yeah, I, I got to experience, I guess we had Morgan on a while ago too, but we had Hunter on and he is, he is a lot. He's crazy. <laughs> He's crazy. crazy. He's crazy. <laughs> Our it's, listeners were really rooting for him and Tanya to be together. I was like, oh my God, the two of them together. Could not be a worse combo. <laughs> like, and I love him. I love him so much, like as a like as a human and as a friend. And like I love him as a talent. But I was like, personally in a relationship, Hunter and I could not be more like oil and oh water. Oh my gosh. He's oil and water with everybody, girl. That's, <laughs> that's the thing. He is Captain Oil. I mean, oh, yeah. it is going to take, I don't know if he's in a relationship, but it is going to take someone very unique and No, special. girl, he is, he is happily single, and <laughs> um, I think he wants to keep it that way. Yeah, that was the vibe I got, too. <laughs> right, and I'm like, monogamy, spell that. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he does not know how to spell that. <laughs> wait are you listening to do you have any music recommendations or binge worthy shows for people right now i'm watching little fires everywhere or i just oh, finished I, I can't say enough about that show did you guys finish the finale yes yeah. okay yeah i mean i it took the first episode was a little took me a second because i did feel like it started a little slow i didn't read the books so i was just mm-hmm. like okay am i gonna like this and then I, I fell down the rabbit hole and loved it 
did you find yourself like rooting for both of them and then like totally rooting against them and like disagreeing and agreeing like the whole time you were watching? No, I mean, I did feel like initially like Carrie's character when I was watching the show, initially I was like, damn, what's wrong with her? Like, yeah. I just felt like she was, she just did not like Elena. I was like, okay. Yeah. Really, but I was like, okay, she did give you a place. Like, why are you, know, she was like, right. Elena would give her a gift and she'd be like, thank you. And I was like, okay, she's, yeah. like, she's not happy with this woman at all. But I always echoed the sense of like, you know, I love like the, the the layers of the show because, yeah. you know, of what people determine makes them a good person. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, and I really love that layer that they gave to Reese for Elena because she thought because her parents had marched in the civil rights movement and she rented an apartment to, to yeah. black people that, that gave her a sense of entitlement over their life, you know? And uh-huh. so I love that they did that because that's, you know, gen- generally like what I've gone through in my life as a black woman. So I love that aspect of it. But then also Carrie's character is a mess. Uh-huh. And a criminal. So it's like, you know. <laughs> I found myself being very distracted by Joshua Jackson and his boxer briefs. I couldn't get past it. I was like, oh. You liked so- it? Oh, yeah. See, Joshua I didn't- Jackson is a snack. I know, total, but. Total he's a snack. <laughs> he is a a major snack but for some reason that character didn't necessarily do that mm-hmm. for me i but, was yeah. hoping without watching the show because i knew nothing about the book i was i wanted him and carrie to have a little affair i thought that would have <laughs> been hot i to be honest i kind of thought at one point it was gonna go in that mm-hmm. direction because i didn't read the books either so i was watching totally like yeah. i had no idea what was happening but yeah i i was my favorite part about it was the layers of it and how I felt so many different emotions for like every character, mm-hmm. like the, and I, I liked that they were both so couldn't be more different yeah. people, but they were both struggling to connect with their kids. And that was like their common ground. Totally. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't and, see that, that they couldn't see I know. They were both dealing with the same thing. I know. I could just talk. I loved it. Like I wish there I was know, a season two. Do you guys think there will be? I, I saw that they said no, but I don't know if because it's based on the books or maybe if the author decides to write a sequel book that they'll consider it. I don't yeah. know, but it was so good. I loved it. Yeah, I think we might just get the one season because I feel like Carrie and, and uh, Reese's paychecks, I don't know if they're going to do another season with them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like... But I we... mean, the show's doing so well. So it's like, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they would probably get a lot more money the second for the second season. But you know, her big little lies, I felt like it didn't need uh-huh. a second season. It wasn't as good right. as the second season. I don't want that to happen with this. Where it's like, I know we want them back, but is it, if yeah. they told the story, maybe we just leave it there. I just feel like Big Little Lies for me, and to be honest, I didn't finish the second season because I couldn't get into Same. it. But I feel like the first season, it ended and I felt like there was resolution. Yeah. Whereas with Little Fires Everywhere, I was like, where did Izzy go? And then I was like, so BB just takes the baby from this adopted fan. Like, I was, there were so right, many right. moments where I was like, what happened? Yeah. And I heard that's how the author left her book was like open to interpretation as well. So I heard that the book was left kind of open as well. So they were just kind of echoing that. I heard it was one of the few shows that stayed really true to the book. Oh, that's interesting. I got the, I have the audio book, so I'm going to eventually start that. But I just, I loved the yeah, show. Eventually. <laughs> yeah. Like well, now's the time. Well, all I have to do. 
all I have to do is listen to it. So it's, just, it's not like I'm like, you know, it's, it's more like, when am I just zoning out yeah. ready to like take it in, you know? And I am right, watching right. uh, Good Girls right now as well, which I... What's that? So Good Girls is a show on NBC that I never got into. And I had, I think I, after Little Fires Everywhere, I was like, oh, I need a new show. I feel like I'm watched everything. I finished Ozark and on Netflix, it's on Netflix right now with two seasons. It's in its third currently on NBC, but it's on Netflix. And it's basically about these three um, like housewives who end up robbing a grocery store and start like this life of crime. Um, It's like a comedic show. But it, oh. it has like a little drama in it too, but it's just such a good like watch to like just decompress to and laugh. And it's like uh-huh. crazy and it's a little sexy. And uh, it stars Christina Hendricks from um, uh, what's the show with Josh Ham? Um, Mad Men. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's a really good show if anybody is, especially like for girl power. Like it's just uh-huh. like, I really enjoyed it. We love that. Yeah, good to know. I know. I yeah. will say with Little Fires Everywhere, I'd have to watch something after because it was almost so emotional and heavy that I was like, I need to just laugh and feel yeah. nothing. That's why I watched Good Girls. <laughs> I was like, I need a, I just need a lighter watch. Yeah. That's good to know. I'm going to yeah. check that out. I know. I actually am going to put that on my list. I've heard about that too, actually. It kind of reminds me of Dollface. I don't really know what Dollface is about, but everybody told me that I would really like it. Oh, I haven't watched that either. It's like the Shay Mitchell and what's her name, Beth Bears. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I haven't seen that. Yeah, I'm, I'm so, trying to go a little lighter right now. Too Hot to Handle is excellent. Is this reality? I mean, yeah, it's a Netflix show. It is a M-E-S-S. Fully <laughs> a mess. I haven't finished it, so don't tell me the ending. I have one episode to go, but I have very much enjoyed it. <laughs> I know. It was like total mindless TV, but it was great. Yes mindless tv i will say okay yeah put it i'll put it on my list yeah don't have your expectations too high (laughs) correct um nina thank you so much for joining us today thanks for um bringing some like laughter and just fun into the quarantine times for having me yeah so make sure you guys check nina uh nina on nightly pop at on e at what time, Nina? At 10 p.m. on Mondays and 11 p.m. on Thursdays. And where can everybody follow you on Instagram? Um, my handles are all the same across the board. So it's uh, MZ, Ms. Gossip Girl. Ms. Gossip Girl. Go. Check her out. Yeah. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds infused tequila is a must have. 21 Seeds is an award winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever. Yes. 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. 
Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Tanya, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? Honestly, no, there's not. I swear when my house is clean, I feel motivated to do more, like at-home workouts or organizing my closet. I just feel more productive, like I'm ready to take on the day. I totally agree. When my kitchen is clean and spotless, it makes things like meal prepping fly by. Clorox Sentiva provides a trusted clean with refreshing scents. Find your home's signature scent. Is it coconut, grapefruit, or lavender? There's a scent for every vibe. Step up your cleaning game. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? And guess what? Macy's is celebrating in a big way. I was browsing Macy's online the other day, and I couldn't help but notice that they're highlighting some incredible AAPI-owned brands. I'm talking about names like Cardin, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve, brands that bring innovation, style, and diversity to the table. But wait, it gets even better. Macy's isn't just celebrating with fashion, they're also giving back. Throughout the month of May, you can support college access and student success by donating online or rounding up your purchase in-store to APIA Scholars. APIA Scholars is an incredible nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students to achieve their academic and professional dreams. And you can be a part of that mission simply by rounding up your purchase at Macy's Checkout. Trust me, every little bit helps. So join me and Macy's this May in celebrating Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month and shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Let's celebrate culture, style, and education together. She's so great. She's really great. Um, I really, really enjoy her. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say I really, really want her to move in to my complex. I, I mean, I really, really want her to move into my complex. It's like, does she have what it takes to be Tanya's neighbor, though? Can she handle the invasion of privacy? Of privacy. That's the thing. I don't think so. However, I do think she would enjoy, I do think she would enjoy the company and like being in here because it's just like, you know, because like she said, she just broke up with her boyfriend. And so it's kind of like, it'd be like a fun community for her. Mm -hmm. But I don't think she'd be really, I don't know if she's ready for, yeah, the invasion of privacy. Maybe you could give that to her. Just, like, let it be on her terms when she wants to see you and stuff. No chance. Do you think Aaron gets her privacy? Nope. Nope. You found her on the roof. 
shirt. Yikes. <laughs> Wait, that looked fun. Was that paint night date night? It was paint night date night. It was literally the cutest thing ever because we, it just kind of took us out of just like what we were feeling. You know what I mean? Like we both just like really got into like the painting and like painting each other. And we spent like a good hour and a half doing it. And it was such a fun activity. Like Mm -hmm. it was, it was really fun. And then we ended up seeing Erin and her boyfriend who she's quarantining with. We didn't even realize that we, we had this like piece of roof that connects our two places and so Red Star and I like hopped over my little thing and like saw them. I mean, we were fully, I think we're maybe like 10 feet apart. We definitely had like a good distance, good distance. Uh-huh. but it felt really nice to like almost feel like we were having a normal double date with like two other humans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. I mean, the paint night is just, it, I love that you act like you're just true artist. Just, it really took us out of the world. She's like, we really got into our oh, artistry. <laughs> First of all, my painting looks like a kindergarten. I was going to say, true. that's the best part is that seeing the photos of the paint and made it, you made it seem like you were doing like a beautiful artistic work and it was like scribble. <laughs> no, I mean, we didn't want to like, you know, a lot of people will follow like the YouTube videos of like how to paint like this Yeah, we did the Bob Ross, yeah. Yeah, we didn't want to do that. We wanted to paint each other. But not no on each. each other. No, they didn't know. They didn't know. <laughs> That's what every, every, she says this over and over again and everyone misinterprets it every time. They didn't put paint on each other's bodies. Correct. But no, I saw the painting. Y'all were painting what each other looks like? Exactly. I'm, like, thinking about what those photos looked like. I, I know. I looked like Donald Trump. It was terrifying. Yeah, borderline offensive, I feel. Borderline offensive. Can you get them, or are they stuck to the railing now? No, no, no. I can bring them over here. But the funny thing is, everybody was messaging me saying that Red Stars looked like the specific artist. And I'm like, maybe he's more advanced than I. Okay. Um, because I looked up these photo- these like paintings that this artist does, and they're really good. Um, Banksy. Uh, Patty. Patty actually sent it to me. She said, um, it, lo- <laughs> uh, it looks like this guy's. <laughs> okay. What's the name of the artist? Uh, shoot. She sent it in the group chat, and I can't find that to save my life. No. Can we see the painting? Did he put X's over your eyes in that painting? Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm thinking of. Yeah. That, that, was, that, that bumped me a little bit. I was like. I'm interested in, all right, well, while Tony has gone, I'm interested in what the symbolism was behind That's why I'm confused when she said that they painted each other. I remember the X's. All right, this is the hers first. Here it is. That's the one he did of her. Now, are those X's or are those like, um, you know, like shining, like her lights are, her eyes are sparkling? Oh, like diamonds or something? Because it looks like she's wearing a halo too. Yeah, he gave me a halo. But X's over the eyes and halo does, does conjure death. It's pr- it's very similar to like the Joker. Yeah. So so Patty said that it's very um Jean Michael Basquiat. 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 Okay. I mean, I did find his to be more artistic looking yes. than, than yours. Yes, which is an eyeball, and in the eyeball you see birds 
and waves? ocean waves and Those the sun. Birds. Those are hearts. hearts. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Hearts. hearts and a sunshine and ocean waves. And that's what you see and, when you look in his eyes. And I, this is heaven up here. And yeah, the ocean is a symbol of infinity. I thought you saw his soul when you look in his eyes. Yeah, that's kind of the vibe. Mm-hmm. The, the vibe. big black circle. So that the took all-consuming you black hole. Over an hour. <laughs> yeah, because we just like we were eating and painting, oh, yeah, and yeah. talking, okay, okay. and like yeah, 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 gazing into each other's eyes to see what you saw. Gazing into each other's eyes. Are those up somewhere for people to see with uh, a big emoji over uh, Red Star's face? Yeah, actually, we're gonna put them up um, on onairwithryan.com. Okay. Yeah, it's a really fun idea. I couldn't recommend the painting more. It's fun. Even if you're not a good artist. He wants to do it again on a bigger canvas. Because now he has this vision of me. I had like the twinkle lights behind my head. And he was like, oh, this is, this is, this is what I want to paint. Like, this is, this is it. I was like, okay. (laughs) Oh, that is so funny. He really found his passion. Truly. Have you farted in front of him yet? <laughs> I haven't farted in front of him, and we still haven't said I love you. So there's the update in that. And he and he's listening to the podcast. Oh yeah, I don't even know if I told you, Becca. So he's now started to listen to the podcast, but he started listening um, from like when we first met. So he's in November right now, but I'm like, uh. <laughs> and he's listening to it like in the background as he works. So he's not like super intense. But when you talk, talk about him, he's going to be intense. Oh, he's going to be zoned in when he hears, like, whatever his nickname was at the time. A- anything. But what was it, three weeks ago that you told us that you were falling in love with him? So are we just going to wait for him to get to that point, or are you going to tell him? No, I'm not. I'm, I am not saying it until I feel 100% like I can fully say it and, and feel um, like I can trust him 100% with that. Does that make sense? Mm. Like you can trust that if, he's saying it, that he's going to say it back? No, like I, I don't feel safe to say it yet, if that makes sense. If he said it to you this afternoon, would you say it back to him? No. Yes, you would. Wait, what? I probably would. Yes, of course you, you would. Because <laughs> yes, what's more would. safe than that? Yeah, I probably would. You're right. Okay, but what, so then if it's not hearing it back, what do you mean by safe? With that information. I think what she's saying is she doesn't feel safe hearing it back. She's not going to say it. I think it's got to be that. <laughs> she's going to try and think of a deeper reason, but that's just the truth. No, it's it, that, that is definitely part of it. But I also think that there, um, I feel like, and I have to be a little bit vague about it, but it just in this, in regards to where we are in our relationship, I don't feel like. I feel safe to say it. Do you think there's any chance that if you said it to him today, he'd be out the door? No. Well, then, then, then you feel safe. I think. I don't understand the safety issue. If it's not fear of losing him, if it's not fear of him not saying it back, I don't get where the safety comes in. I just haven't said it in so long that it's like, it's scary. You know. Mm -hmm. I mean, I yeah, I, I definitely get that. So, I think the way to do it in 2020 is say it on a podcast and wait until he hears it. Y'all have been together. Yeah. <laughs> Luckle, luckily, he listens now. <laughs> Wait, do we ever talk I'm about... I'm hoping he's going at a slow pace. Do we ever talk about how, like, casually one day I was over at Tanya's and Red Star was there and he was, like, asking questions about my bachelor season? But, like, 
like he had clearly watched because it was questions <laughs> I hadn't heard in like forever. Oh, wow. And he was like, so tell me about this. And I was like, huh, this guy watched Crystal season of The Bachelor. But as a fan or because he was researching his girlfriend's best friend? No, I think that he watched it no. like as like a Bachelor watcher. That's strange. I, I mean, I, yeah. Yeah. A little I strange. Think, was it though? I mean, I don't know. I feel like everyone watches The Bachelor, so it's not. It's not. It doesn't yeah. weird me out or anything. No. How how detailed were his questions? Was it like, does, does Ashley really cry that much? Was there questions like that? <laughs> like, it was more like uh, he asked about my virginity. Like if that was a weird thing, like talking about. Like somehow it came. I I I like had said something about it, and then he said, "Oh yeah, like when you were on the show, was that weird?" Or wow. something. And I was like, I w- answered it. And then I was like, how do you know that? I think I think I just give him the benefit of the doubt that I'm assuming this is a guy who has been in relationships before. And he was probably the person that's he was with saying. three years ago probably was very into The Bachelor. And I think that's a good exactly guy. what happened. Yeah. He was in yeah. a relationship For with sure. someone who watched The Bachelor. I don't think he's the type who was just watching it on his own. <laughs> well, I like the idea that he's it. watching it now. Like he he went back and he's watched it all. He's watching Listen to Your Heart. Out with you. Yes. And he's listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest from 2012 just to see what's doing. That, was, doing that would be more jarring. If he listened to Ryan Seacrest? From like yeah. when Tanya started. Like he's doing all of his homework. That would be I mean, not a bad idea. What? <gasps> oh, oh. Oh, my oh. God. Oh, oh. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hey, buddy. What's up, dude? Wow. He looks so handsome and tan. I know, so handsome. Becca says you look handsome. (laughs) I tell him him that every day. Oh, my God. That was so cute. That was cute. We were just talking about him. She's all red. I think I'm red. (laughs) I know. I feel blushy right now. (laughs) We have date night tonight. um, Cute. With... Yeah, we're going to make the, because Ryan sent us all those mm-hmm. um, pasta making things. And so we're going to do like FaceTime Zoom date and make the pasta. I invited Mark as well. Mr. Seacrest sent us over gift baskets with pasta and rice and olive oil and honey and mustard, olives. Mm-hmm. I forget what all else, but it was very sweet. That's so very nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, shall we do an email and give some people some really great advice and then let you get on with your date afternoon? This one is oh. actually really kind of um, uh, disturbing. And I hope that Osenga uh, gets some help that she is seeking. In fact, that's the subject line, seeking help. Feeling really down on myself lately to a point where I might need to seek professional help. I think other people can see it too because my mom has asked me if I'm depressed before. And for some reason, I lie to her and say no. I have the best support system in the world, and I know they would be very supportive if I were to seek help. How do you get over the fear and seek something that might help you? How do you know that it's going to be okay if you do and not just cause more anxiety? Um, so I have never, to be honest, I, I've never been to a point where I'm at the point of thinking, like, I really need to seek professional help. However, I think knowing people who have, it's truly the best and bravest thing you can do for yourself because 
I think there's always been this stigma around needing therapy, especially growing up where I grew up. It was like needing therapy was so not like you didn't talk about it. It was like almost shameful. We're in a time in life right now where it's like it's common to need someone to talk to. And I think it's a very brave and bold decision to seek professional help. And those people who are the therapist and the counselors, they, they were made to be able to help people like you. And if, if you are able to just like let go of your ego or your pride or whatever it is, that's you know, making you feel like you don't want to seek professional help. I think it'll change your life. I think so too. And I think also identifying the people in your life or like, you know, I think she was saying that she's nervous to tell the people in her life that she mm. wants. She said, I have the best no? support system in the world and know they would be supportive if I were to seek help. But she's just nervous. She's, she doesn't know how to pull the trigger. She has fear for herself and she's scared it might cause more anxiety. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I guess, um, I've never had, I've never been one that like worries about, um, I think seeking help in, I don't, we don't know exactly what that is for her, but I do know, like I have certain friends that have needed to seek help for, you know, eating disorders and like, you know, there's a various different things that people deal with. And I think at some point you just need to, you need a third party, you need a professional's help. And so there's no shame in that. There's no, there shouldn't be, you know, I think, um, I think it's a really smart choice to be honest. Mm-hmm. It is a smart choice, and I wonder if there's an element of this where you know they'll be supportive, but on some level you feel like they'll think less of you. Like you put forth this confidence or whatever they think of you, and Mm -hmm. for them to think you're not what they thought you always were, that would really bother you, and I get that. I totally get that. But you also have to have a plan. I'm a, I'm a person anyway that always has to have a plan. If, we have, if there's a problem, how do we fix it? What can we do? Step one, step two, step three. If one of those goes wrong, what do we do? And I've, it's, I think it's important because what's the alternative? Things will just get better on their own. I don't, I don't know that you can count on that. I think it's really important that you do what needs to be done. And I also think that if you could talk to Osenga from a year from now, she would say to you, I'm so proud of you. I'm so glad you did that. I'm in such a better place than I was when I wrote that email to Scrubbing In. Mm-hmm. That's really good advice. I've, uh, I've, I've been in this position kind of uh, like like 10 years ago. I was in this really, really bad relationship. And I, uh, I was doing a lot of things that were really harmful to, um, like I was like screwing up at work. Like all my friends hated me. I was just like acting a damn fool. And, uh, I knew that I needed to, to get some help because I wasn't able to like get over this on my own. (laughs) And, uh, you know, and, and I was afraid to do it because I was afraid of confronting other things that I was ignoring for a long time. And I thought that I was like, Oh man, there's all these other, I think there's all these other problems that are going to make things really hard in the short term. And I knew, and I knew that, but I was afraid of, of g- taking that first step, you know? Cause yeah, it, it's and I also painful. think like these people are trained to, that's like, they're trained to help. You know, mm-hmm. I think I, I, East and I went through the exact same thing when I was going through my breakup I mean, thank God I have my sister who's a trained professional in this area and she like, she's able to give me this perspective and this insight to things that I would never even think to see things from like it's just a different vantage point, you know, and I Mm -hmm. think that's so important. I think it's really necessary, especially in 
certain aspects of life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It, it was, I, I've never regretted doing it, like, like going yeah. to see a therapist. Like I still talk to that same therapist. I talked to her the other day and uh, it, it's been so helpful for me. So it's, I know it's hard and, and it's like so much, there's so much anxiety at the very least, but man, you'll never regret that. You're just, you're not alone, especially now. People mm-hmm. are having a hard time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. On a lighter note, uh, Megan thinks she might've seen Becca's mom in Panama City Beach, Florida. Is that a possibility? Oh, yeah, I saw this. <laughs> oh yeah. She said, yesterday I was waiting for my food at Chicken Salad Chick at Pier Park. I noticed a lady in line that seemed kind of familiar, and I'm 99% sure it was Becca's mom, but I didn't want to scare her or ask her for a picture with all that's going on. But I thought it was so cool to see her. Becca, could that have been your mom? 1,000%. <laughs> she loves, Is that a place she she loves chicken salad chick. <laughs> <laughs> she would have been, she would have just loved if you, she would have been so like what the heck is going on but she would have loved to have taken a picture with you that's so I cute. know that bums me out that she didn't ask her yeah because i feel like your mom would have been so cute about I it i know she would have talked to you for like an hour so that's great <laughs> that's really cute all right before we go uh last week we had a surprise party for my daughter she turned 14 and we didn't know we wanted to make it special and so we told her that you know we'll just go drive around to some of your friends houses and wave that's all we told her was going to happen we live in a cul-de-sac and so while while my daughter was up in a room doing her homework or whatever she was doing we packed the cul-de-sac with friends of hers in their cars and so they came downstairs and they opened the garage door and she saw all of her friends sticking their heads out of the car and they sang to her and we thought it was going to be like a 15 minute thing because we had cupcakes for them but you know my wife had a mask on and tongs and you know to give out that and they're all wrapped and all the cupcakes were wrapped and had a um a little wipe a little antibacterial wipe taped to the saran wrap like did everything they're gonna eat cupcakes they're gonna sing to her and that's it right it's gonna be 15 minutes it was too i know amy is my she's amazing And, and she gets all the credit for this by the way uh two hours later a lot of her friends were still there they got out of the cars they were so careful to stay away from each other but they would yell songs to me because i had the speaker system set up and i would play the songs and for so many of the songs they had choreography memorized from a talent show or a chorus concert or something they did in the past or a musical and so they would stand on the sidewalk like 10 feet apart from each other and dance and it was that just beautiful. So and they needed that so badly that I just, yeah. I was emotional watching them all dancing together and how happy they were to be together again. It was just I know, the greatest. That makes me emotional too. And I love that they just embraced it and made the most of what it was. You yeah. Know? And they made signs for her. And my daughter said it was just a day she will never forget. Oh, I was, I, I texted you that. She'll never yeah. forget this birthday. Yeah, that's the truth. So yeah. that was great. So I love that. I like it's so great and yet at the same time it's like so heartbreaking. It is. It is, but it's like this these are times that will go down in history and she'll remember I had a birthday and all my friends showed up for me. And I hope this is a life lesson that there's going to be tough times and you got to figure out a way to make the best of it. And I think yeah. they've done a good job at that. And my other daughter has a birthday this weekend, so we got to figure out how to make that amazing. The yeah. expectations are <laughs> yeah, the bars are set. <laughs> Uh, also, before we go, don't forget the merch. Oh, do not forget the merch. If you haven't gotten merch, what are you waiting for? We literally have... What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? <laughs> um, We have 
some really cute merch and you know I don't know how long it's going to be available so if you're wanting scrubbing in merch and exclusive scrubbing in merch don't forget it's available online it's at myfanthreads.com slash scrubbing in and then a portion of all the merch sold will be donated right to the LAUSD to help those in need so you're not yeah. only and they're raising like a ton of money so they're like basically buying like Chromebooks and and, and providing meals and things like that that people in L- that are going to LAUSD and a part of LAUSD don't necessarily have. You know, I think sometimes we really take for granted the fact that we can, you know, we have computers mm-hmm. and we have things like that. But a lot of these students don't have that available to them. So um, a portion of the proceeds are going directly to that fund to help um, those kids and those families. Yeah. So go check that out. Um. All right. Come to an end. I know, but I just like just before we go, I feel like I was just really I had this like range of emotion this weekend because I was like really on a high with the Chris Pratt and Catherine Schwarzenegger pregnancy news. (laughs) Why is that funny? I don't, I don't, because I don't get that high over celebrity pregnancies. But that's great that you do. You're very pure. But it's like it's just so sweet to me because like I, I also forgot. I forget that he was ever married to Anna Faris. Okay. I don't, but I'm really happy. I don't either. Yeah. Like, I like, for, because they are so, to me, they're like each other's one true pair. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Catherine and Chris are. Exactly, yeah, they right. are. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, they're just like, that's just what it is. So I'm so, I was so happy for them when I saw the news. Like, I was overjoyed. And then in the same weekend, um, Kristen Cavallari is getting divorced. I know, it's really sad. I, I, I don't sad. watch the show, so I didn't know if it, that was, like, a shock or, like, how people felt about it. But anytime someone has kids and it's that for that long a time, it's always, like, you know, it's sad. It's so sad. And I actually was surprised at the um, – because I went into the Scrubbing in Facebook group just to see because I knew, like, there would be a lot of scuttle. And it was a lot of, like uh, – because I don't watch the show either, so I didn't really know any much about their relationship. I only know her. And it was, like, very much, like, they weren't surprised. Yeah, I got that reaction, too, from everything I saw. But that's what I'm saying. Regardless yeah. of if it's a surprise or not, it's always sad when that happens. But they Super seemed, sad. you know, it seemed like it was a mutual decision. So we wish them both the best. Totally. I'm wish- like, I love Kristen. I reached out to her and was just like, I just want you to know I'm praying for you, sending you love. And from one modern woman to the other, you got this girl. Do you, do you, do you know her? Yeah, we worked together. Oh, okay. We worked together on, yeah, on the e-shows. Got it. That was very nice of you then. Thank you. I, like, am literally, I've had to pee since Nina, and I'm, like, about to just, <laughs> it's not good. So. Oh, she's, she's ready to rap, folks. Yeah, I'm really happy for Chris Pratt and Kristen, and <laughs> I hope that everyone has a really great week. <laughs> But, like, I got to go. <laughs> Chris Pratt and Catherine, but it's fine. Go ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have a great week. We love you so much. And we'll be back next week. Becca's going to pee her pants. I actually would enjoy it if you peed your pants. I got to go. I can't talk anymore.
Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york want to know where all the spring savings are this year ross you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends yes at ross you'll find brand names for 20 to 60 percent off department store prices you're definitely finding your next favorite outfit We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 